We believe in growth and continuous learning. We believe in educating and sharing knowledge. We believe the body is miraculous and is able to heal with the proper nutrition and support. And we believe the right mindset is key to your success. I'm Amanda Golightly. And I'm Kate McDowell. And this is Limitless Health. Live well, naturally. All right, welcome to the show. Today we are speaking with Natasha Steckel, who is a dream alchemy person and author and artist. And today we actually met with you, I think it was three weeks ago now, at an event and we were cross aisles and we connected right away. Just, um, you had some great energy and we were drawn to you and it was a really nice connection. We got to find out more about you and explain to us, how did you get into dream alchemy and what is that for people who don't know? Yeah, it just, um, it's dreaming and actually working with your dreams at night, really. I started, I've been dreaming my whole life, really. So dream alchemy is now the name of the business because really dreaming is alchemizing the unconscious and bringing that into the conscious and then figuring out how that applies to your day-to-day life and then taking action steps to, you know, maybe address the issues in your tissues that are being brought to life in the dream world. Once you understand the symbology and what it actually is trying to tell you, then you've got dream alchemy because you can actually do something about what is being shared with you at night in your dreams. Um, so I've been dreaming my whole life. I, the earliest I remember is, I think it was four years old. Mm-hmm. So back then it was fun because you had those flying dreams and you could go flying all through, you know, different worlds in your dreams. And, um, I had a very, let's just call it a tumultuous upbringing. So for me, dreaming was a way to escape and to cope. And I think I carried that, well, I know I carried that <laughs> through my whole life. So dreaming for me has become a trusted guide and counselor. Um, it has it has helped me kind of see into the future a little bit. Like it gave me notice when I was getting fired. Hmm. Um, you know, it's given me guidance to what the next steps to take in a business and on and on and on. So it stayed with me my whole life. We all do this. I just never really knew that. I was doing something different by actually utilizing the dreams instead of just saying, oh, I just dreamt and forget about it. So now I'm bringing it out in hopes that other people can utilize it as a really nice coping mechanism to move forward in their life, wherever they're stuck, maybe. Yeah, amazing. Guidance. Amazing. So you say that people are can use their dreams. Do you help mm-hmm. people do that? Yes. So there's different different things I offer, obviously customized sessions, because there are a lot of people that do utilize dreams. I mean, I'm not the only one in the world that does this. So I take, you know, your beginners right through to your, I guess, I don't know if you want to call us professional dreamers. I have no idea. But uh, for those that do dream and, and utilize it every day, I work with them as well. But what I really love doing is teaching people how to create their own dream dictionaries. So actually, the symbols that you dream, like a dragon or a butterfly, or what does that actually mean to you in your dream? And then write that down and work with that so that your unconscious knows, whoa, she wants to understand what the butterfly means. Yay, let's let's do this. And then your dreams are going to become more active. So... I offer those teachings and uh, on how to create an actual active uh, dream dictionary, let's say. And then I also work with people who just, 
you know, they've had a crazy dream and they're really, you know, scared or anxious about it. And those are like the quickies where they can just send me an email and then I give my intuitive guidance um, back to them to help them kind of understand what's going on in their dream. Now, that's that's a little different because I use my intuitive ability with mm-hmm. that. So but that is a lot of times where I'm called on to just bring them out of the panic mode and then just help them understand how this dream might apply to what's going on in their day to day. And then work with people that actually want to bring in a dream and go, how do you do this? And teach them actually how to take that crazy story of, you know, a fire breathing dragon chasing you down the street. <laughs> well, how does that apply to, you know, today's century <laughs> with the cars and everything else chasing us down the street? So, yeah, that's, yeah. Any way in order for you to help recognize that you can talk to your subconscious and bring that back into your day to day in a beneficial way to help you move forward and teach all of that. Amazing. Okay. So you're talking about the basically almost you're an interpreter in some ways, just trying, or at least facilitating for us to understand what is the language? What do, what do things mean? Cause even outside of dreams, if you say one word to someone, it's going to mean different things to everybody. So how do you actually hone in for someone what the meaning is for them? How do you work with them to figure that out? Yeah, so that usually when I get them in front of me, then I sit down with them and actually ask them. So there would be different things in the dream. So the example I always use is of uh, my girlfriend who, you know, if I was to say to you, butterfly, what comes into your mind first? So a lot of people would say beautiful, tranquil, um, transformative. But if you were to say that same thing to my girlfriend, she'd actually feel fear. As a little girl, she had a bad experience with a butterfly and it absolutely le- left her petrified. Mm-hmm. So that is where we find the difference in the each other's dream dictionaries. Mm-hmm. Um, also, culture has a lot to do with it as well. And where did you grow up? Um, so there's a lot of interview type questions to try to figure out where a person is coming from. Um, guiding questions, I like to call them, because in the end, I want to empower you to figure out your own dreams without me putting words into your mouth that may not apply because of how different you were raised from how I was raised. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, for someone like myself who doesn't always remember dreams, do, is there advice you give to people as far as how to... Cause, I know we had a conversation. You said people always dream. It's just a matter of, do you recall it? And yes. is there something people can do to connect with that more so, or I guess ensure that they're remembering or working on that? If they want to, not everybody wants to work with their dreams. And yes, you can train your brain um, by setting a really conducive dream environment. So, you know, the usual for a sleep space, you know, dark room and, you know, don't eat cheese before you go to bed or alcohol because medications, food, all of that can affect your dreaming. Excuse me. So then also you set your dream environment before you go to bed and actually ask your subconscious to help you remember the dream upon waking. And if you do that in that, you know, before you go to bed, when you're relaxed or you're in bed, sorry, you're relaxed, then you program your mind. And then over time, you'll see that you'll start to remember more and more of your dreams. Mm -hmm. 
if you want to. You know, that can take a couple of months. It depends on on how open someone is to that. And uh, but yeah, and everybody dreams. If we weren't, um, <clears throat> we'd go crazy, literally, because there's different stages to dreaming. And a really, really important stage, which happens at the very beginning of sleep, um, is dumping, mm -hmm. daily dumping. So dumping things that really aren't necessary for you to hold on to. And those dreams you often don't remember because they literally are just, let's get rid of the day-to-day -day stuff. And, um, but yeah, so then as you, you only dream about five to eight times, depending on how long you sleep. And it's mostly during the REM stage, you know, when you have your eyes closed and the and the eyes move side to side. Mm -hmm. So that actually keeps us sane. That's why when you're sleep deprived, you just are not yourself mm -hmm. because you're not getting fully into sleep. You're but not getting full sleep cycles to recharge and rest, recover. And then yeah. are you basically processing certain things that have to be handled? Yes. Is that, yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine, um, if he has an idea and he wants to build something, he goes to bed, says, I want to build this. Let me wake up with the answer to the build. And a lot of times he will have an answer on how to build something. So I, I'm amazed at him because I, that I don't do. <laughs> but, um, I'm not really that good at building. But anyway, is, so yes, you can you can go and talk to your subconscious. I mean, we live most of our life in like subconsciously, right? 85% minimum of our day to day is is unconscious. So why not work with it beneficially so you can walk through your day, your conscious day, a bit more effectively? That's so interesting. I remember you shared that story when we were at the event about the friend that would like get his building plans while he was sleeping. Do you have yeah. any success stories of working with clients of cool things that they've gotten from their dreams? Oh, just answers, really. I, you know, it's it's the... It's the aha moments that are most beneficial. It's not even the, you know, hey, I woke up and I knew a plan. It's when they when they look at you and go, oh, okay. And that stress leaves their body, right? Mm -hmm. That they actually, and I, I can't share a lot of things, but I mean, there are there are things that, you know, these dreams really, I'm being asked to enter someone's really intimate space. Mm -hmm. So I have to hold that space. And and then sometimes the mm, I yeah, the outcome, it's just it's I don't know if you could see their faces, right? When they have that aha moment, say, Oh my gosh, that's my block. This is what's been holding me back from, you know, imposter syndrome, let's say, or um, this has been holding me back from, you know, doing A or B, leaving my career. Um, during the pandemic, the dreams were were very, very interesting, right? right? So people would wake up with such anxiety and the dreams were um, chaotic, like more than chaotic and terrifying to some people. So then to come reach out and for me to be able to say, okay, this and this and this is what this is and how does that apply right now to what's going on gave them ease of mind and that fear leaves, right? So in them, I always empower people to figure out their own dreams. It is so important. But that aha moment, I live for the aha moments. I really, really do. 
for me, as I think we shared this or I shared this with you, it's actually um, uh, something I had written down. Um, I was given notice in my dream three months before I lost my uh, corporate job. Mm-hmm. So I was able to prepare for that mentally, emotionally and um, physically, because there's things that you need to put in place financially, let's say, in your day to day living in order to prepare for um well, <laughs> the next stage in life. <laughs> and so it can be profound. That if you really understand what they're trying to tell you, it can be profound. And it's not that this is supposed to be telling you about your future events and woo-woo and, you know, la-la land. That's not it. Your subconscious knows where you're going before you do. So you're just literally working with intel <laughs> that can be used to your benefit. Amazing. We connected with that too when we met in Kitchener because I shared with you, I think that I had dreamt that I was losing my job too, but I didn't have the insight that you did that like, oh, okay, this is coming. I also only got two days notice, which Mm -hmm. wasn't great. Uh, But I remember saying to Amanda, like, you aren't going to believe this. I had this crazy dream that I lost my job and we were just like, oh, ha ha, that's funny Mm because I was good at my job. Anyways, then when I got terminated two days later, I was like, oh. Oh my goodness i should and yeah it's just so interesting how our dreams can give us a hint about things like that very cool very cool yes it, it can for anything um i don't do health dreams with people just because that they need to figure out on their own but mm-hmm. your body will tell you and you know i remember you sharing with me about your dream two days notice and with that I challenge you <laughs> that you you probably were dreaming about this sooner. It's just it wasn't glaringly obvious. You know, that where dreams work very similar to how an illness manifests in the body. It The screams are quiet, right? They're whispers. And then it grows louder and louder and louder until you can't ignore it anymore. And then, you know, you address it. So your dream probably did start a lot sooner. True. And then and then two days before, which is lovely that you heard it because it helped you accept that a lot easier than walking in there shocked, going, Whoa, what the heck just happened? Right. I was so, still shocked, but Well, sure, sure. <laughs> Who wants that? I had three months notice. I had been waiting for a long time to be let go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I got this, right? When you get the papers, it's a whole different story, <laughs> right? It's, it's still, oh, now what, right? Yep. Yeah. That's an interesting insight just to to note that it's probably way sooner that she had those dreams. It's just neat. And also, you're mentioning that dreams are working the same. Like It's all it's all our body as far as our dreams or messages as well as anything else coming from our body that relates to what's not working in the body. Mm-hmm. If it's health-wise or otherwise, it's it's really neat that you kind of put that together for me, anyway. Yes, I I mean in my other life, I'm also a reflexologist, so I'm very much about releasing issues from your tissues, mm-hmm. but I also do it head to toe. So I the whole mind body connection, the spirit plays a huge impact. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe our emotions, you know, drive our issues in our tissues and one of the first places where we get confronted with our emotions is in the dream state that's really what we work with when you know when people come to work with me we write down the story 
that is being told in the dream. Hmm. And I look at everything. I want to know, how did you feel when you first woke up? Were you happy? Because the dream could have been absolutely horrible. But if they're feeling happy, that means they just let something huge go, right? And they don't, then they don't need to deal with it. Well, they do in order to have closure. But, but if it's something where they're waking up terrified, then it's something we want to look at and release that emotion. So release it early enough before it can cause a, a physical manifestation. Does it happen all the time? No. Do I remember every one of my dreams? No. Um, I know last night was very active. We're getting close to the 1111 portal. Mm -hmm. We have some really not so pleasant things going on in the world right now. So I know as an empath and an intuitive, I do a lot of my work at night um, mitigating those, those emotions for people. So I will often find myself in a dream in the middle of chaos trying to help others. I'm grateful I don't remember all those dreams fully because that would probably really affect me during my day-to-day -day life. Yeah. And But then sometimes I do get a migraine in the morning when I wake up, but not often. But it's because I know I've done some very heavy work and I, I may remember snippets just to remind me that that's what I was doing at night. A lot of us are called to do that. Some of us are not even aware that we're doing that. And that goes a little bit into the woo-woo-ness of things, but we're all connected. So why are we not connected and sleeping? Because there is such a thing as dream sharing, where you could literally be having the exact same dream as the other person, but from your perspective. I've had that before with a girlfriend of mine. And if we were to be talking on a daily basis to other people about what we're dreaming about, we'd find more connections in that and go, oh, I dreamt that too. Yeah, you were wearing that. Yeah, you were wearing this. And it, and it's like, okay, we're all connected. So true. So true. Okay, so on that topic, because you talked a little bit about when someone's working with you, if someone's interested in learning more, how can they connect with you? Yes. So I do have my website and that's actually under my name. Mm -hmm. It's natashasteckel.com and then by email. So um, there's dreamalchemist69 at gmail.com. And you can also do um, NST at natashasteckel.com and then text me. Um, I prefer text just because I do see clients and then my phone is on quiet during the day. So, and that number is 226-789-5989. And I'm in Kitchener, Waterloo. Right. Do, do you work with people virtually or just in person? I'm learning my way around the virtual way. So yes, I will be taking virtual clients. I still love the hands-on and the dream circle type of idea. So I do have small dream circles that meet in my home. Um, but yes, virtual is coming. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. You can, because as you say, we're all connected. So just as we are right now, yes, through Zoom, we're all connected in that way. You can help people yes. from a distance as well. That's, that's great. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we will definitely share how to get in contact with Natasha in, uh, in the show notes for this episode as well. So if it's something you're interested in, if you're listening right now, make sure you check that out after the episode, because she's fascinating. There's just so many things like I didn't know anything about dreams. Yes. I've had experiences with it. Um, I've also heard Amanda's side of the story where she's like, Oh, I don't dream. 
And so to hear that everyone dreams and it's just if you want to know that you're, what you're dreaming or you want to be in contact or in connection with them, I guess, uh, you can do that was really interesting to learn. So are there any other pieces of information or anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? Hmm. No, it's just such a fascinating topic, right? There's it so is. many things that it's 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 regular dreaming, it's dumping, it can be prophetic. Um, you can meet with your loved ones, right? Especially during grief times. That was very clear during the pandemic. Um, you know, that there was just so much support in the dream space to help people calm down and, and live more vibrantly during a really dark time. Um, it's happening now again, right? So yeah, and just reach out and happy to get you started because it is such a gift. It has helped me. It's a tough taskmaster, but it's also a very loving taskmaster. And um, why not connect to your subconscious and understand it so that you can walk more um, consciously effectively? I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> That's it. Thank you so much for sharing all that. We, as we said, we'll post all the contact information for you in the show notes. And yeah, thank you so much for being on. It was a pleasure speaking with you. And maybe you'll come back and speak with us again sometime. Sounds wonderful. I love talking dreams. So anytime. Perfect. Thank Look you. forward to that. Thank you everyone for listening. And we'll catch you on the next episode.